podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. We get a it's just come to remind you, interview now, aren't it? Like, yeah, but get yourself down here. It's you? come to get a little bit of sun tan, that's all. Don't mind me. Right. I'm going to catch for your race. <laughs> if you could, uh, in an ideal world for you, pick out, say, two fights that you'd like to have in the next 12 months, whatever fights are over, who would you pick out? Anybody. Just pick them out, pick them out. Pick me out two names that you think... Uh, fights... I think I fancy the the Osterwalder's fight. To be honest with you, I think I, I, he's. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah, it'd be good. For, listen, he's a good kid. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I think my ability. What what me? I think he would suit me down to a tee because uh, he plants his feet a lot. He, he relies on his power. But listen, he's a he's a he's a very a very good kid. But that'd be a good fight. What I would like to compete myself. With. I want to compete myself with the best. You know what I mean? The best are in my weight. You know what I mean? I think he's one of the best. So. I'd like to uh, compete myself with that. Is that a fight that you think you'd be ready for now, someone like Valdez? Say, listen, I want to say, to be honest, talking realistic, I don't think I'm ready for that fight now. Yeah. Uh, but another couple of fights down the line, a couple more rounds, and we've got a bit more experience, a few more tougher fights. And uh, But I, I think the, the European fight would be good next for me, if it may happen to me and Gavin. I think Gavin's a good fighter. And if it, that may, work makes sense, then money-wise, then yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to take that fight. There's always the Welsh rematch. Listen, I can name go on and go on. They were, I need to fight, you know what I mean? I'm not ducking no one, so if my four rings are on them TK rematch said there's a fight here to be made for you and it makes sense for me and yeah, let's make it, you know what I mean? I need to fight. But you've got a huge that's an opportunity on ESPN I this weekend. Say that I can't I can't start calling people and looking past this week because the guy who I'm actually fighting is a very tough kid. He's strong, he's gonna come and give it everything he sees big chance to, it's a big massive stage for him. I said, see, he's on ESPN too, not just me. All the promoters, it's going to be everyone's going to be watching around the USA. So he's going to put, put a show on. He's going to try and steal my belt. Mm. So I've got to make sure that doesn't happen. I've got to make sure I can't just win close. I've got to win by a huge margin. I've not put a masterclass on display on. Steal the show. Never mind Tyson. It's going to be the eyes of Low show. Fair point, isn't it, Tyson? Fair point. Everyone's going to have confidence, and if you don't have the confidence that you're the best, then there's no point in being in America, is it? up on being in the USA, bitch. <laughs> okay, Isaac, is there anything else you'd like to add, my friend? No. Who wins, Warrington or... Uh, no, that's on Saturday, obviously, yeah. What do you reckon? Gallagher. I want to go with my power. I think, I think if listen, Gallagher would give him a... It would be tricky for a few rounds, but I think it wouldn't surprise me if it's a late stoppage. I think Warrington will overpower him coming to the end. Uh, I think it would be too, too tough and too strong for him. I think it would be... Do you agree with that, or...? What's that? You agree with that, Warrington? Warrington what? Against Galahad. Warrington against Galahad's a tough little fight. Yeah, it's a tough fight. It is a tough fight. I'm not Where is it going to be at? Leeds. But I just think with them Leeds people, and, and, and we've just come off the back-to-back wins, I uh, I think he's on a good rhythm at the minute in time. And I, to be honest, I think it would take a good man at the minute in time to, to, to stop Josh. Mm. Because trust me, he, he hits hard. Because I've been in the ring with him more than one occasion, and I can take a shot, and he, he, he hits hard. Uh, so he's, people underestimate his boxing ability too. He, he boxing IQ is better than what people think. So I, I'm expecting it to be a good fight, and I, I wish I could watch it. To be fair, but I'll be more busy in 
probably get punched in the face myself at the same time. Or around about that time. I think it's a good fight and I think Galad's very underrated and Yeah, 1000%. Never write him off. Um, he always finds a way of winning. Yeah, and he's mm. tricky, he's, he's boxing ability. Both of them do that, don't they? Seem to have that, both of that technique and of winning. I, I just think it, it, will, it will come down to the rounders, but I just think Josh, we've got the engine for the later rounds, mm. you know what I mean? His engine's incredible. So, listen, whoever wants it most, best luck for both fighters, do you know what I mean? Both of them said that we win, but all the best in it, and uh, be a good fight, good fight for the public back home. There's a good fight on the undercard of that lead show, actually, between Zelfa Barrett and Leon Woodstock. Yeah, that'd be a good, a good fight. fight. Yeah. That'd be a good fight. Again, 50-50, but I'd have fancy, I don't know. I'm not right there to be, I don't really fancy that one, to be honest with you. Mm. I see uh, Daniel Dubois tweeted you the other day after your comments, Tice. Did he, what did he say? He just smashed your cousin first and asked me about that, wasn't it? What was it? He just said uh, he's, you're very wrong about your comments and yeah, he put a tweet out with the with our interview in it, actually. So. Okay. It's just your opinion. I mean, everyone's uh, entitled to your well, opinion. I think I've, got, I think I've made the right choice there and Nathan will punch him up. I agree. Good fight, though. It will be a good fight, hmm. but I think I think Nathan will be dead. too good inside, too quick. If he gets in there now, we'll underflurry shots and combinations. I think uh, it will cause some problems. But and again, it'll be a good fight. Good 50-50 dust up in it. Where does the winner go though? Good question. It's an eliminator to fight Dave Allen, isn't it? Basically. Yeah. Is it? Why is that? It's for the British title. It's an eliminator to fight Dave Allen. Because Dave Allen beat Price. Where does Dubois or Gorman go after they beat each other? I don't understand what It depends what happens in the Allen and Price fight, first of all. Alright, just say that whoever wins out of them two, yeah? Yeah. Is an eliminator to fight the winner of that fight? What is it? Well, their fights are the British title, so when you say eliminated, you just mean the winner will go on to possibly fight Dave I Allen. I thought the winner wants to fight, the winner's going to fight Joyce. Yeah, I think that's more realistic that the winner of that fight goes and fights Joyce. No, I don't. I think the winner of that fight should fight Dave Allen. Good fight. I really think Dave is going to go and do good things. Yeah, I think now now Dave's put his got his head on the game now and he's training properly and. You see the transfer of these. Even if he trains or he doesn't. We've seen Nandu yeah, West all day much training, but he's still No, won. but he never used he, he never used to train at all, didn't he? Like, you know what I mean he never used to do no, he just used to get in there and have a scrap for Yeah, he used to admit hard, that as well. Yeah, he used yeah. to one hard mushing that day. Tough, and he's worn tough. How many rounds you sparred with him in the past? Hundreds. And you know what he's a tough, he's a nice kid too, do you like Dave? I sparred hundreds of rounds with Dave. What's he never hit me once. <laughs> <laughs> What's this sunny uh, sunny conto like? Um, Tice, that was in camp with you. He's a good kid. He's only had two fights, and he's a young, ambitious heavyweight. You know, usually the best ones to spar with because they've all got a point to prove, haven't they? He, there was rumours that he was the only one out of all your sparring partners that you didn't drop. Is that true? No. Okay. Didn't drop any of them, did I? Well, I don't know, did you? Not that I'm aware of. Who said I dropped them? I don't know, there's like loads of rumours going around that you dropped the majority of your sparring partners apart from Sonny, so... What was it, the fact that I couldn't drop Sonny or didn't want to? Well, I don't know that. Only you know that. 
and I didn't drop any sparring partners, it's just campfire rumours, bullshit. As you know, I'm not that type of style of a boxer. Don't I don't go looking to drop people and all that. Just box them. Fair Use enough. Them for my uh, slipping and sliding skills. Camp rumours. Camp rumours. Where's the camp rumours come from? We've got a snitch in here, we've got a snitch in camp. More than likely, but it happens, doesn't it, in camps? Like little things get out and then they make a, a mountain out of a molehill. And that's how you've been looking good in camp, Rumours are cushed, you know, aren't they? Yeah. I just love rumours. Like rumours about your uh, WBO belt on the line this week. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know where yeah. those rumours surfaced from. That was funny, that wasn't it? It's all fun, though, isn't it? It's I think fun. Tom Schwartz is the Intercontinental Champion, isn't he? Is he? Or is that a... Oh. Is he? What, the WBO Intercontinental? Okay. I read a piece of paper today and it said, Schwartz and Fury, WBO Intercontinental title. Yeah, but that's what Frank said last night. Is Frank off his trolley or what? Has he been sniffing glue? Sniffing glue, Frank, has he? Fucking hell. There's no WBO International Intercontinental title. That'll take me back eight years on it in reverse. Back to the belts on back, back where I am. Started off to begin it. Well, Isaac's got a better belt than the Intercontinental. He's got an International. Okay, now. Do make me laugh sometimes. Okay, Isaac, best of luck on uh, Saturday. We'll definitely catch up with you after your fight. Thanks very much. Thanks for getting naked. Isaac's got a tough fight, you know. Yeah, you say. Yeah, he's not an easy, he's not an easy kid. We'll see if he's any good, won't we, on Friday or Saturday? Isaac Lowe, the Westgate Warrior. The Westgate Warrior from Morgan! He's fighting the fifth best uh, American. Oh, can I, actually, before we go, can I actually ask you a question, Nick? Tyson answered for you yesterday, so we were having a debate off camera about if you was to get in your hand ten million quid tax free, how you spend I your ten million. Fucking party, motherfucker! I just want to see if it matches up with what Tyson said yesterday. No, be truthful. I know exactly truth, what he yeah. said. Get a load of beer. Get a load of shit. Go out. No, 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 no he didn't no. say that. He didn't was, say that. I was giving an honest opinion on what you do. Be honest, now and just say what you do. See if I got it right. Ten million quid. Cool. What's the first thing that you'd probably think about doing? Going on a party. No, uh, the first thing I do if I've got ten million quid, I would go and buy a nice place, obviously, or something. Where would you buy that place? Morecambe. Wouldn't leave it. Told you. That's exactly what he said. Exactly. I exactly. said he, I'm a Morecambe exactly. boy. Born yeah. What else bread. would you do? What else would I do? Buy. Buy, buy a nice place in the town and then probably buy a business or sort of someone like pretty set me up, keep me going. I probably I don't know. What would you go and get yourself? A brand new car. A new what would I get? I don't know, ten million could you get a nice car? Could what you? else? Give me some what nice what wife. do you want to do? Give what me, do you going to do? Give me some get nice what? wife, get a nice family, sit down, settle down, live, live, live life normal. That's it. <laughs> he said everything you just said, he said yesterday. What more is to do? What more would you want to do? You don't even need £10 million to do that. Just get a nice place, nice family, nice few kids around you. What more than man? Live a nice peaceful life. Are you not like on the dating circuit then, Isaac? I'm on the training station, station at the minute, fighting station. Once it's finishing, then the women will come. I haven't got time for them at the minute. Too busy wearing camps and up and down and fucking about on the highway. 
So maybe after we look good on Saturday night, they might come calling. Well, yeah, he pretty much said, yeah, exactly. The first thing he said was, yeah, you'd get a place in Morecambe. That's I won't leave Morecambe, thing. I'm a Morecambe boy. I'm a Morecambe warrior. I Don't say, come get in. a wife and you have some children. I say, aid. I say, I want more Never leave love. the town. And he retire, to the retire from boxing. Nice family, nice house, money in the bank. I live a nice, happy life. Nice barbecues, up and down, holidays. Peaceful. Be happy, happy man. What more do you want out of life? But as you Go were and saying, have a few drinks with your mates. That's what life's about, isn't it? What you were saying this is a massive difference between earning ten million quid and being given ten million quid. Oh just yeah, to have, one thousand percent. Yeah, you getting 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 given money. You don't value. It's like going to that casino down there now. We're going to win just for going to win a thousand quid. Mm. As soon as I get a thousand quid in my hand, and if I win it, then. I can't wait, it's like money burner, you can't wait to spend it, you go and spend it on shit or you go and buy a load of drink, you don't value it. But like Saturday you go and get you're going to get put in the ring from fight for fight for your life for thirty six minutes and then you and, and then you get then you value every single penny of it. because obviously you know how, how how hard it is to get it, so getting it put in your hand and giving to you then obviously you don't value nothing because you think oh I've only had it given or you people think it can come and go. But, what was your first purse size, could you tell us? First ever one. Nine grand. Nine grand. I got a hundred thousand pound signing bonus, and I, I was getting nine grand for six round fights. Okay. Nine grand for six rounders, twelve grand for eight rounders, and fifteen grand for ten rounders. Okay. Not bad for more fucking G. No. Seems like a lifetime ago now, though, doesn't it? It wasn't bad for a 20 year old, was it really? Doing alright. I was on two and a half. What's that? <laughs> two and a half on my head. Two and a half. Looking out. I got nine grand for my first fight. Wow. Listen, it's a crew sport box for sometimes, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? It's, it's I had box for free before, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I mean, like, in general, to earn a living. For kids, just someone to start off when if you haven't got a big promoter or if you're not like a even team. if you haven't got sponsors, how, yeah. how, how are you? I've never had a sponsor in speaking my life. I'll be Spain, but until I won a world championship. I just want to, I'll give a couple of shout outs to my sponsors Marbella, they call it Marbella, the Lung Group, the Property Buying Group, and also the uh, Crossbear for Morecambe, the brewery. Got to have a brewery on board, Anna. Why, uh, why didn't you have sponsors? You just what, what was your first sponsor, Isaac? That you ever had? Oh, to be honest, he has loads of sponsors. He gets tons. He does now, but I'm, what I'm, I'm saying is, your first I'm ever not, one. He's always had. Fun. I haven't had loads of sponsors. They've been very, very, very. It's only since this last 12 months, thank God, I've, I've had a little bit to help me out. It's been very hard for me. But even when I used to train when I was training down in Doncaster, I had no sponsors. I was living down Doncaster. I had no sponsors whatsoever. It was costing me money. Uh, but thank God, I've been this last. 12 months or so, God's been good to me, and I've got a few lucky Since he's been around me, he means. Since he's been around this He's been getting break. tons of sponsors. And I've been getting looked after, baby! <laughs> since he's been doing it right, and getting his head in Listen, gear. do you know what? I'm, since I've been started training properly, and I've been uh, training hard for I'm doing it right and living the life properly and doing it all properly, things have come good for me, so the hard work paying off now. And I gig. But way before when I was messing about, I wasn't training properly, I was drinking up and down, being daft. Things weren't going to plan, but now 
I'm working hard, I'm training hard. I think people are getting to see, see me, I am putting the work in, so I'm, I'm getting the awards, so please go keep, keep going. There's so many boxers out there that can't have boxing as their kind of sole earning capacity. They've, they have other jobs, That's the majority yeah, of boxers out there I, when I have to, to go, have another job. I used to go to the gym, go up at five in the morning, go to the gym, be out for gym for six and going to work. Then like driving 60, 70 miles, trying to get a job up and down. Then come back and go to the gym again at night time. It was full. Listen, that's, that's, that's the hard part. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I understand where every box comes from when they're doing that because that, you come back and you're absolutely knackered and you're at work and you're trying to diet and you're trying to eat healthy. It's a killer and it's, it's very, very, very hard work. So to have sponsorship so box even at the lower level, it, it's, it's, a, it's a must for them to, to help them get to the top. What was your first ever job you had, like a paid job? You. What do you mean by paid job? Because well, no, both of you really. I was asking the parents. Isaac can go first. P paid job. I don't know. Obviously, we used we all work for ourselves. Really, we're all really self-employed. If we go to work, I'm going to my own money. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to look for a time at job. I'm going to wear some scrapping, whatever it is, and you do it yourself. Do you know what I mean? That's the way we all been brought up to do. I think he's been the same. Sometimes you probably have probably probably like remember when I was a baby, about ten year old, I used to get fucking cans of pop, and get them all, and, and go to the scrapyard and wear them in. You'd get about three pound. I think I had a real do. Do you know what I mean? Things just like that. Uh, and obviously go on trying to get a bit of work and get wherever you can. Mm. That's where it is. Defend for yourself. It's a big wild world out there. So I mean, that's if you big enough for me to go and get it, big enough for you to go and get it. So to do, chase your dreams and chase what you need to get. Was My it? first paid job, I was a labourer. How old were you? Twelve. Twelve? Ten, twelve. We used to, I used to uh, probably, probably be in the same, probably about ten or twelve, going around to people's gardens to look, look, look at the cut the lawn, paying the fences for them. Anything you can get, do you know what I mean? Wash the windows about it, wash the car down, go fiver. Do you know what I mean? But you're thinking you're a little kid at 10 or 12 year old, you go and wash 10 or 12 cars down there or cut a couple of fences for 10 or 5 you had a day's wage. You're zappy. Well, kids don't do that now, do they? That was when... I left school at 10 now, didn't I? Left school at 10, and I went and lived with my aunt down in Devon for a while. I was working down there labouring, getting 20 quid a day. What was you doing for that 20 quid then? Labouring, picking up rubbish, like all bricks and water and moving it up and down or whatever. And then when I come back to Manchester, I used to uh, do all that sort of stuff again. In the local area where I lived, style, I'd do all the odd jobs, anyone needed stuff doing or bricks moving or, or bushes cutting or anything, then I'd do it. Because I wanted to learn what it's about, you know, learn more. Did your dad make you do that? My dad never made us do it, but my dad wouldn't give you a ten pence. On purpose. Like, like you were yeah. saying before, when you were saying when you get money given to you, like you said about the ten million quid you get yeah. money given to you, you don't value it. But if you went and done a pen a little fence or whatever you done or what whatever you got, you've got five pound, ten pound, hundred pound. You value it, you know what I mean, and you got it yourself, and you, you value it more, and you saved it. You go and put it in your money box, and you save up. Do you know what I mean? I remember 
moving fucking breeze blocks all day, heavy big bricks. There must have been like 10 packs of bricks all loose. And I moved them from one end of the yard to the, to the bottom. And the woman gave me 20 quid and I thought, wow, that's the hardest 20 pound any man can ever make. But that's better than, say, your and dad giving it. you that 20 pound, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, of course it was. We was always grafting, though. Me and my brothers and my cousins. We'd do anything. Everyone always had and a few jobs I think you don't look back and, and, and look and, and to look at you and that, the, the more than happy because they see you're trying, you're willing to try and get a few quid, you know what I mean? You're trying to do it on your own behalf. You're not, you're not laid back and relying on your family to give you money, do you know what I mean? You, you usually are starting off at a young age and yeah, yeah. You're setting your, your sights high then. You just see, you finally see you're working and trying to get a few quid, even if it's a 10 or 100 quid, or even that started from a young kid, a young age. Then uh, you, you're setting your, your goals, aren't you? Because when I was a young a young kid, a young baby, I used to think about passing me tests and all that, I want to buy a new motor, I want to buy this, I want to. So you, you had goals where to set yourself. I find it very interesting. Everyone's kind of got different stories about how. Yeah. Trevor they've been brought up. In the Trevi community, though, it's a lot funnier, isn't it? Because young kids, that they always have their, 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 their heights, the goals set very high from a young age, do you know what I mean? So, how will, how are you with your kids then, Vice? About money and stuff? My kids are only babies at the minute. Mm. I've got a daughter who's nine, son seven, and then really young ones. But when they come of age, uh, no. But you, would you want them to go out and kind of get their own money? How you, how you used to do? Why would they get money if they didn't? Because oh. if he just said, "Yeah, Ethan, yeah, there's a million quid for you," or "There's fifty grand going by, he's having a new Range Rover." Do, do you think he someone will ever get appreciate? Ever be able to earn his own money and stand on his own two feet? And people look, his life. And then people just look. Give him money. Hmm. People look at him and so say, "He's a daddy's boy." He doesn't have to go to work. He's not doing that. Set home playing a computer game all day. If he goes out and works and he gets a, and he gets a new a new motor and he's worked for it and he's earning it himself, people respect that. So he's he's worked out for that. He's done well for himself. That lad, fair play to him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but many people kind of parents don't have that mindset of what you're talking about, do they? You said, how would he go and get his money, or how would you go and get their money? A lot of parents don't have that mindset. That well, maybe they should start getting that mindset yeah. then, shouldn't they? And then kids today will be able to stand on their own two feet and support themselves. But listen, just because I've made a ton of money in my career doesn't mean my sons are going to be wealthy. Mm. My sons are stone useless and can't earn a shilling. They'll have to stay like that. Because I ain't giving them a paid penny. I've had my brains knocked out for money. So I ain't just about to go and give it to someone who's going to go spunking on the wall. And once he gives them, say he goes and gives them whatever they need, obviously I'm not saying he'll probably start them off with something, put them in a little business or start them the right way, like any father would probably start them off. But if they haven't got the brains to, to invest that on and to use it rightly, then obviously they're, they're just going to keep oh, thinking, oh, me dad will give me more money, me dad will give me more money, and it doesn't work like that. And obviously he won't want his kids like that. I don't think, I want my little boy to keep coming to me at 30 year old. Dad, can I have some money? Or can I go here? Can I have that? Do you know what I mean? If he goes and earns it himself, then if he wants to go and take himself on holiday for a week, then he can do what he wants. Yeah. He's earned it. He's his own man, isn't he? You don't want you don't want your boy getting 17, 18 year old, running to his father and asking him for money. That for instance, you want you want him to hopefully be doing well for himself and 
appreciate the money, how hard it is to get money. Appreciate life. If, when you have kids, would you want them to box? I wouldn't advise any kids to do boxing because you've got to, you've got to have it, and you've got to have it really. It's one of them sports where it's mentally tough. It's you've got to be mentally. It's one of them sports where I don't know how can I explain it. It's just mentally, it's mentally gets to you. Got being away from family a lot. Do you know what I mean? It's a grueling, horrible sport. It's a dangerous sport. So, but if they wanted to do it, obviously I wouldn't stop my kids from doing anything. But I, I think if there's an easy way to earn, earn a living, then. I'd advise them differently for me. And same to you, I don't know if I've ever asked you that before about your kids wanting to get into boxing. It's a free world, isn't it? Anybody can do whatever they want if they've got the right mindset. Um, would I want my kids to box? Probably because they'll have an easy route making plenty of money. They don't even have to be that good, do they? When your father's a world champion, Son can just roll along, have a couple of easy fights, get a world title shot. Quite easy, isn't it? As we've seen in the past with uh, world champion sons, they've already built the bridges are already built. All they've got to do is turn up, train a little bit. Really? Go in there and they've got you don't the popularity, mean that. haven't they? You don't mean that. What? You really mean that? Hundred percent. What you think, Marvis Fraser would ever get a world title shot? It wasn't for his dad. Come on. Fought Larry Holmes when he had 10 fights. Which 10 fight novice who's not the son of the former heavyweight champion of the world would get a world title shot? Mm. He wouldn't, would they? Not sure. Look at the profile that world champion sons get. Because obviously with the... Eubank Jr. Big profile because yeah, his dad that. was a world champion. Nigel Benson. Profile because his dad's a world champion. Who else? Steve Collins' son. Had a bit of a profile. He had a big profile because his dad was a world champion. Mm. I don't know any more world champion sons. Who else can? Steve Robinson's that? boys fighting now as well. Don't know. If you if you've already been successful at something, you already know the game. So it's easy for your son to come along and and go in it because like you're already a name. And I think promoters want would, would sign the sons up a lot easier because obviously if you go, oh, the dad's was a former world champion, they'll we'll get good pubs. Put some, what's the word on the cap? Who are you going to sign? Dave from uh, Stockport or Prince Fury, Tyson Fury's son? He's already got a profile, he's already popular. Isn't boxing a popularity contest? Anyway? Yeah. Or hey, who's in the corner over there, hitting the bag all day? Or some man who's got 5 million followers on Instagram, who you want to sign back? Sell the tickets. It's about popularity, selling tickets, people interest. If you can't create interest, nobody's bothered if you win or lose, then it's quite pointless even doing it, isn't it? You go and get Jack the Lad off the uh, council estate, who can sell 400 tickets, but not worth, not worth the back of my hand. And you can see a world champion there, three times they'd be a champion or whatever, but um, can't sell a ticket. I bet you, I don't know which one the promoter will be going to. Jack the lot of the councillors out with 400 tickets, come here, we'll get you matched up, we'll, we'll build you up quickly and get you get you done in, get get a few quid, so what's, what's about Boxing's it? Boxing's a business, it's, it's all business. about who's the most popular. It's not about who can fight the best. Definitely not. Okay, well, it's turned into a different conversation, it's good. Yeah. Alright, well listen, I'm going to let you catch some rays it's gone it's gone completely dark <laughs> I can barely see you in this video but anyway a grizzly bear come on now I know um, 
Thanks for showing your uh, your penis for the 19th time this week, Tyson. Look, may I tell you, you should think there's something wrong with this kid when you play. He does it on purpose. Uh, people don't. I, I keep telling people that you walk around Listen, literally he's naked. He worries me sometimes. I'm being generally serious. He generally does worry me. I do think to myself sometimes, there's something wrong with you, kid, because I don't know if he's joking, being serious, or what. Sometimes I get the urge to go yeah, into Isaac's yeah, room. <laughs> Just pull the towel off, you know what I mean? Isaac, thank you very much. We'll catch up with you after your fight. All right, mate? Thanks, boys. Top man. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.